yo, y'all, this shit's about to get real as fuck. All right, it's real as fuck. Thank you. We forgot to give love to uh, the Clinky on our did. memorable riffs episode, so we got to make sure and give love to the fire on the mountain. That's right. It's going to be a double shot of fire on the mountain. R.M. Rose Distillery out of Dillard, Georgia, by God. Uh, uh, we're going to do another one of this one right here. Is what we're going to do. Uh, all right. William's pouring them up. There you go, fellas. All right, yeah. then. All right, shall we go ahead and clink now? And with the, the weather the way it is. Clink here. We need, I said with the weather the way it is, yeah, we need these to uh, warm us up a I little bit. I think this is what St. Bernard's putting those little barrels around there there. Cheers, fellas. Yes, thank you, Cheers buddy. and clinky and it's time. Get rid of the evil spirits. Yeah. There we go. This is Yummy. Boy, oh boy. <coughs> that fire is a risk. Fire Ooh. on the mountain is a blessing. Yes, sir. <sighs> we passed Dillard, Georgia on the way back. Yeah, I bet you did, yeah. We did. Uh, Russell stopped in and got you. A- thought about stopping at the Dillard house and having a little food and. Can I make something, a, something? A, uh, an observation? Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but the alcohol superstore in I think it's Grayson. I forget what it's called. I think it's like mega beverage or mega world beverage, beverage bum, or bum, bum. lots of beverages. It's a probably fucking, right next door to one of those mega churches. It's like if Costco had a fucking liquor store, <laughs> right. basically. No, it's it's like if Costco had a liquor store, but they had Fire in the Mountain in there. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. And I almost it's up got some. Jacks, yeah. I almost got some, and I didn't. How dare you? Well, by golly. So uh, I guess I should transition into the... Oh, yeah, Russell, why don't, why don't you uh, tell the good well, people... Well, hold on, are you going to start us up there, tough guy? What? Oh, oh fucking yeah. damn. Fuck. Fucking idiot. Fucking God. God. Oh, hold on. It's... How, many, how many of these have we done? <clears throat> Whoa to you. This is like 124 or 5,000, I guess. I don't know. And begin. Welcome back, everyone, to the Mount Erdery Podcast. <laughs> We have the Billiam. That's me. We have the Russell. Hey there. And we have the Wheeler. Hey! And there's absolutely no anesthesia involved whatsoever. Zero. Zero. Zilch. Except for Pinchinata. the, you know, Dillard House and Fire on the Mountain. And uh, this week's uh, beer of the episode, which uh, Russell's going to tell you about. Heck yeah, I am. Hey, everybody. Hey, this is, everybody. This is Russell. And I'm going to tell you about this week's beer of the episode. Ready? Okay. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Always wanted to do that. This not, one is called. Not be a cheerleader, but. Well, you could have been a good cheerleader. Thanks, Russell. I appreciate yeah. that. You could do anything you set your mind I to. I could wear a skirt, man. I'm telling you. Maybe not. I'm having a hard time figuring out. This album cover is rad. Yeah, Billiam's even got to get one out for a point of reference. Yeah. Mark the time. The Indeedly. This one's a uh, whole oh boy. Oh, I like it. Yeah, it's, Isn't it, it's like fucking lot. stoner style. There's a lot going on. Right? Yeah, it is very stoner. You got a cauldron, right? And there's, if you look at the face of whatever this creature is, it looks like one of those uh, baboons with the blue colored cheeks. Yeah, you know, it does. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's stoned out of his fucking gourd. Dude. He's like a What's wizard. That? He's a wizard stoner baboon holding a, uh, what, do you, what would you call that? Staff of some form uh, that has hops. Fuck it. Let's call hops, it the, yeah. the hop it's stick. a barley staff. Hop stick. Hop stick. Yeah. There hop you go. Stick. Uh, no, the hop staff. That's hop even staff. better. And it's he's better. got a cauldron in front of him that's like spewing molten, flaming 
I'm going to go with atomic energy because it looks kind of like the, an Yeah, atom, there's an atom. Like a huge radioactive yeah. atom with like rings around it like Saturn. And there's stars and planets and shit all around him. It's pretty, it's very, uh, very cool. But the name of the brewery is Tripping Animals Brewing Company out of Doral, Florida. Wow. And this one is called Third Trip Around the Sun. So. And, uh, oh boy. Yeah, this is a, uh, well, let's describe it. This is a triple India pale ale with mandarina, mm. Bavarian mosaic, and cashmere hops. Those are like all great strains of weed, but you could probably smoke all that stuff and be like totally baked. Yeah. Or not. I think that's what they're getting at. Uh, probably. Th- this bad boy. Based on the alcohol. Is 10% alcohol by volume. Oh, yeah. Quit. There we go. Which for for those of you uh, counting, that's a twenty proof beer. Uh, yeah, that's kind of high. So we're gonna take a little sip of it real quick. Give a little nip. Wow, that's green. (laughs) That's a pale ale for sure. It's a hop. It's a hop stick. It's pretty easy. Holy shit! It's easy to drink, but you can taste the alcohol. That's scary. That that's the thing. It's it's kind of like when you get weed. Not not that I'm a weed expert or anything, but it's kind of like when you get. Like you take a hit of weed, you're like, I didn't feel that. Or, you know, you take a relaxers. Okay. If you take a Was weed. it gorilla panic or? Well, I mean, it's like, you know, and you do something like that. It's like, I, I barely feel it. And all of a sudden it's like, holy fucking, what the, f- dude, the wall is like neon plaid. What is going on? Yeah, you can talk like that. You don't have to worry about the litigation. I noticed the other day that uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rogan is no longer in California. Yeah, no. he's, Texas, he's in Austin, Texas. Because yeah. he's smart. And him and uh, California's uh, going down. Sorry, Carrot Top, who was on there recently, yes. they were they yes. were smoking down in his yes. studio in I Austin, Texas. Too, yeah. yeah. So I don't think it's legal in Texas like it is in California. Yeah, I think it's medical only there in Texas. I, it should be in so, Georgia, yeah. but. Yeah, Georgia will be probably everywhere. be the last fucking state that gets gets it legal. I don't think I don't think Georgia will be. I think it'll be Mississippi yeah. or something like that. But. Yeah, but we'll be down the list. It's like yeah. everybody else will be. It's like no, the Lord wouldn't want us to have that. I don't even it's think evil. it's that anymore. It, it's it's old people that need to die off. It's so become so we can just it's become such a and it's not even a left or a right thing. You not know even. what I mean? It's not. It's like I'm. I know what my political affiliation is, and it's not. It doesn't have it does not matter about weed i don't smoke weed i don't give a fuck about weed i just think it's stupid that it's illegal so anyway you can talk about smoking your relaxers all you all you want okay cool i care man and sometimes i'll grind up some relaxers and snort (laughs) them or i'll you know put them in a spoon light them up with a lighter and then i'll inject relaxers you know it's all weed though it's weed just stick them up your ass for all i care yeah uh dude i've got some weed suppositories suppositories. here i love the helmet actually i've got some great um they're like little cocks you know they're like the shape even like little bitty cocks. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that fucking fucking and that thing was sitting in my spot when I got here. It's a nightlight. <laughs> you can call that a Christmas. <laughs> you can call that a Christmas oh, light all you want. That's a butt plug, son. <laughs> Actually, it's about the size of uh, what I'm... Of yours? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, that's soft, soft, soft. soft it's, yes. When it's hard, it's like the shot glass, but it's, right. it's, it's close. <laughs> well, girth-wise, I mean, the shot glass is pretty... Uh, it's pretty close. I mean... Hold on. I, <sighs> Thank you. He nailed it. 
Thank you. Fucking, fucking Napoleon rolls. Napoleon so anyway. nailed it. He rolled snake eyes. Where were we? It. I got um, lost in the. Yeah, what's talking on the... about? Uh, we were talking about uh, nightlights that look like the... dicks. And, yeah, but, but... Uh, oh, relaxers. That's what. Oh, the docket. Yeah, what's the on docket. the docket there? Uh, this is a fun one. Spangler. It's going to be a fun one. Well, it's going to be a fun one, and it's going to be a weird one because we're kind of going sort of out of order ish, but. We're doing a live dive of Speak of the Devil, but part of that is oh, because we used to have so much fun. Part I gotta say it, and Russell, I think you'll agree. Me and Billy used to joke about this forever. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ozzy's stage banner on this album songs, is amazing. Yeah. On this album, that's what makes the fucking album. Because <laughs> yeah, sure. the album is basically Ozzy doing Black Sabbath tunes with other musicians. And this is post Randy's passing. This was yeah. when everything fell apart, and it was. It was before Jakey Lee, before Bark at the Moon, before kind of the resurgence. Right. But it was a weird time because, like, at that time, I would see that record, like, at stores. Yeah. And I didn't know, A, I didn't know that it was Black Sabbath stuff. I just knew. I was like, these these look like cool song titles. And then I saw the title Black Sabbath. I was like, wait a minute. Because remember, at that point, didn't know Ozzy was in Sabbath. Right. You well, because we didn't have the internet and all that shit back then, you know, and Encyclopedia exactly. Britannica didn't give a fuck to publish it. Sons of bitches. Yeah. So we had no idea. Just like we had no idea that, you know, of those first six albums. It, I didn't even really know about the first two Ozzy solo albums at that point. I just saw it. I was like, ooh, that looks rad. He's got- I have a problem with my memory because of the relaxers that entered my system. It's all right, Russell. Late 80s through the 90s. But this, I think this is the first Ozzy album I bought. Really? I think it really? is. It's either this or Bark at the Moon. This I, would have been a hell of a first one to buy. Like, did you realize they were Black Sabbath songs? No, or? no, 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 no. That, that was the point I was going to make. Oh, okay. I knew the Iron Man, which I primarily heard because of NWA Wrestling's um, <laughs> yeah. Animal and Hawk. There you go. The Road Warriors yeah. came out to Iron Man. Oh, their uh, intro music? Their intro yeah. music. Okay, gotcha. And, uh, you know, we're talking, again, about an eight, nine-year-old Russ. Yep, and, and I was uh, right there with you. Uh, I was in the Cub Scouts. I mentioned that on the previous episode, but um, oh, I played guitar prepared. with another guy that was in the same Cub Scout group, and he knew how to play Iron Man, and he said it's an Ozzy Osbourne song. And He's wrong. <laughs> well... He wasn't wrong. Ozzy, well, maybe he said Ozzy Osbourne. Who's saying Iron Man? Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, maybe that was the conversation, yeah. right? It's uh, like if you're going to get technical, it's like, all right, whatever, dude. So, you know, I've mentioned this before. I would get my allowance money, go down to Turtles Records in uh, Lilburn, Georgia. And yes. on Saturday morning, my mom would take me down there, and it was like, fuck, I get to buy an album. It was like a big deal. And then 45 minutes later, I don't know which one to get. Yeah. It's too many. Bobby, I need but more I money. really think it was this one because I think, I looked for Ozzy Osbourne in the song Iron Man, mm. and it was on this album. And I think that's why I bought Speak of the Devil. I remember how horrified my mother was, was of the cover. <laughs> yeah, <it's a> cover. <laughs> He's got, like, raw meat coming out of his mouth and the black eyeliner and the fangs and the well, whole deal. And the weird blood stuff, which looked like, you know, blood clotted, you know. Look well, like, it looks like steak tartare or some shit coming out of his mouth. If, if we're being honest, <laughs> uh, if I'm going to be honest, kind of look like a... Like Mincy's, if we're gonna be real, it's it kind of looked like a a woman's. Uh, oh no no discharge. no don't no, Matthew. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a pasta and mucus combination. It's really good. It's, it's uh... yeah, that's it. Yeah, and and that'll get your attention too. That makes people. And it was a double live album. 
There was yep. two records. Yep. And it folded out and it had the coolest poster. Like when it when you opened it up, it was him like that, but he had that little oh, the little dude, the little ghoul the guy. Ghoul he was holding the cross thing. Yeah. Oh really yeah. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember, that. Yeah. But I remember thinking all this shit was like devil like the runes and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was like devil language well, or that something. That was the whole okay. Sunday school thing. They're like, Ozzy Osborne's satanic. And that scary tattoo, the blue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it was just let's be real. That tattoo's still fucking scary. <laughs> but in nineteen that what, eighty two? Eighty two. That's fucking scary. Yeah. That is creepy as hell. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. That that's every parent's nightmare in nineteen eighty two. Fucking right. j- j- we're just out of Leave It to Beaver. You know, they're still playing <laughs> Brady Bunch and well, we shit, the I, I used to go back in the day. I used to go to you know church pretty regularly, kind of the churchy type, and had some had a friend that always had like all the new Aussie shit and all yeah. the new Dio stuff. Yeah, and like we'd be you know at the church parking lot listening to metal, and it's like holy shit, what are you listening to? Yeah, it's like well we're about to go in and worship the Lord, but now we're listening to music that totally like blasphemes Him. So, but well, it doesn't really. But I still have it. I still have the, still got the vinyl, the, the cover, everything. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, you is walk it, in my little music room where my guitars are hanging up. Condition? It's in there. Eh, it's, I mean, the record probably has some scratches on it, but it plays. Okay, but your sister didn't get a hold of it and draw a bunch of shit all uh, over it and I fuck it up, I was the one right? that did that. Okay. <laughs> she was six years older than my me. My sister fucked up on my Kiss album. She, like, wrote all over them and, like, oh, drew her name and stuff. too bad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Bill, I know you're I'm being so strong. Sorry. I know you're being strong, and I appreciate it. But so sorry for you, Matt. What a jerk. I, feel like, I feel like Bill's projecting. <laughs> I feel like deep down he's like, how could she do it? No, you know That's what, though? right. I did do that uh, to some of my dad's records when I was like, <laughs> when I was like two. And oh, we're talking man. like original oh. press Beach oh. Boys and shit. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think he loved you less afterwards or no? Probably. <laughs> Did he bitch about it, or was he kind of like? Oh, no, I heard about it when I got older. You know, I was too. I didn't know what the fuck I did. Yeah. Ultimately, at the end of the day, he's probably going to say, "Well, I guess it's ultimately my fault." Because so, I mean, technically, it would be another really cool thing about I this album. Pulled out, but okay. It's one of the nights that it was recorded was on my birthday. Really? Yeah. Uh, September twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Yeah. I noticed that when I bought it at the Ritz. Yeah. Another cool thing. Really? Putting on the Ritz. The lineup, Rudy Sarzo on bass, Tommy Aldridge on drums, solid so far. Brad Gillis from Night Ranger on lead guitar. That I'm was impressive. You. That was kind of a left turn he and impressive. Good. He was good. I know he's good, but it's like it was weird because Night Ranger, even not though metal. most of their, not really metal, but they had like fucking shredder guitar players, yeah, which did. was yeah. so bizarre. Oh, yeah. yeah, It's like Dokken having George Lynch and then Dokken doing Dokken songs. It's like, you could be doing so much more. Yeah. But Night okay. Ranger was kind of a... Uh, they had some hits. I mean, they had some good tunes. I well, they were almost like a collection of... Uh, like supergroup stuff? Yeah, kind of supergroup type thing. Uh, Brad Gillis was a great guitar player, and I thought he did phenomenal on this album. And I still think this may be... And I, God, I know I'm going to catch a lot of shit for this, but this may be one of the best recordings of these songs live with Ozzy singing, in my opinion. I, it might be. Probably, it might be the it's only... great great representation of those songs i i think you know these guys had five days without ozzy to learn the tunes yeah wow yeah he was on a bender or some shit well that was i mean that was after it was right after passed and 
Sharon was trying to kind of get him back out there and doing stuff. And I yeah. guess this was like a nice palate cleanser. And I think I heard, and I may be wrong, but I think George Lynch was supposed to be the guitar player on this tour. Oh, that would have been sick as fuck, dude. No, he ended up being the guitar tech on this tour. Really? Ozzy wouldn't let him uh, be the guitar. He hired Brad Gillis. George, he hired George Lynch. Right. And then he hired Brad Gillis and then made George Lynch the backup slash uh, guitar tech. And then fired him like shortly after this tour was over. Yeah. Cause he thought he was kind of being groomed to be, you know, where Jake E. Yeah. Lee came in at Bark at the Moon. If I, I've read that somewhere. But then before. without that, we wouldn't have talking. So, right. Looks like it was, it was kind of already planned to do a live album when Randy was alive. Okay. And then, of course, that didn't. And then when that happened, it was like, well, they, you, you still planned it. So, well, that's probably where the recordings from, um, tribute came from. Tribute came from. Yeah. Yeah. That well, and you got to figure because tribute. I mean, now we can look at this through the lens of time. So if this came out in '82, tribute came Bark. out in '87. So 87? that was five years later. Wow. Yeah, wow. Pretty sure it was '87. So five years later. So I mean, that's enough time to let it heal, I guess. Because I think after Randy had, was killed, yeah, he was just Ozzy was just kind of like, "Fuck it, I'm out. I'm done. I don't care." This was made it to 14 on the Billboard 200. Oh, <laughs> you people. <laughs> I believe that because I need to go through and like isolate all the Aussie banter oh, on this one and like we need to put that in the banks. We yeah. got it for You gotta think about it. Everybody loved the it first two Aussie albums. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loved Blizzard and they loved Diary of the Man. All the rockers, the uh, metalheads love those two albums. But now you got a brand new Black Sabbath album, basic or not excuse me, a live Black Sabbath right. album with Ozzy on vocals. Think, how do you think people dealt with that? Because do you think they felt cheated? Kind of like, hey man. Fuck no, man. Well, I'm no, really... no, I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm just saying it's like, okay, well, these are Black Sabbath tunes, but I don't do you know, think they just kind of... I don't of, know yeah. how it felt for people that were in their, like, 20s or 30s, you know, that knew Black Sabbath. Like the older Sabbath people? Yeah. But for people like us, or maybe a few years older, I think Ozzy... To a lot of people at that time, was Black Sabbath. Was Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and the I other guys that, were just backup music. Yeah. We know that, that they weren't now. You, sure. But when I was a kid, it, I didn't know the fuck. But thinking about yeah. it in retrospect, that was kind of a good move because that also kind of markets the Sabbath side. It's like, hey, you know what? Yeah, Ozzy's got the solo stuff, but in case you didn't know, we he was also Dio. in this band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have Dio, yeah. but he was in this band before, right. and here's these songs. And there's a bunch of songs on Speak of the Devil that, even though there's Sabbath songs, I'd never heard, like, I'd never heard Never Say Die before I heard this oh, version. That's a good version, mm -hmm. yeah. I'd never heard Scent of the Universe before I heard this version. I'm not sure which, I don't know how you fucking remember that, because I'm not sure which one I remember it's first. It's probably, it's probably got to be autism, dude. I don't know, maybe. Not even. Or I'm a genius, I don't know. It's either. I just remember that. I feel like you're full of shit. <laughs> I thought this was an Ozzy Osbourne album. You know, I... I when I bought it, it to me it was well, it is obviously, I mean, but I'm just sure. saying I thought they were Ozzy Osbourne songs. I didn't know there was a Black gotcha. Sabbath. Which in technically, that eh, technically, it's still right. So technically, you're not wrong, Russell. So again, right. you know when you think you're wrong, sometimes this is not one of those times because no, technically, it's uh, it's tangentially correct. That is a boost to my confidence, Matthew. Thank you. Uh, hey, man, that's what I do. But as far as live albums go, and we talk about this all the time, I think the production on this one's really good. Um, yeah, sound is amazing. Yeah, it's um, got to be two or three after, of course. Yeah, the masterpiece. Yeah. yeah, 
The funny thing about Ozzy's voice live, and I don't know what it is, but... Especially on this one. It just... Like, nobody has a voice that sounds like Ozzy Osbourne's voice. It's just... No. It's weird. Right. It's got he has bizarre, a different voice. Yeah. There's something about it. It's like he talks a certain way normally. It's like... And then you give him a microphone, and it's like it sounds like multiple voices, even though it's not multiple voices. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I guess it's because he's the Prince of Darkness. I don't know. Amen. I do not know. But he also has the ability... A lot of... Great rock and roll singers or metal singers sound great live. Ozzy has this ability to sound like the fucking album live. I mean, he gets so close to what it sounds like on the original record. His voice is almost like just perfect that way. It's like it knows what to do. It does because I've never, you never really hear Ozzy's voice like break. Or like it's you rare. can't hit it's nose. Or like a, and if it does, it makes it even better because it's just like, you yeah. never hear that. Yeah. You know, that was awesome. Yeah. Holy shit, he's human. Yeah. He makes mistakes. That's right. great. Yeah. I forgot what the fucking opener was. How dare you? Well, it's been it's been a minute since it's an, it's an odd opener, but nonetheless. An odd opener. I mean that could be a future episode. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, from the catalog, you would think it might be something a little more popular, but it might have been super popular back then. Of course, and I just don't know because well, it's the '82 hat. So Actually, I think it's the, the perfect track. I mean, it's a badass song. So yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. start with this one. Yeah, God, such a, I'm such a doofus. I can't believe I didn't remember it. Dare you? Ow! That's a fucking killer over. It is. I thought I remembered that was what it was. That's now heavy, that is. That guitar sound. Yeah. Go. Jesus. Tommy Aldridge killed that's pretty, and Rudy. That's pretty badass. No perfect. See, he fucked up a little bit right there. Yeah. Fucking Rudy Sarzo going on. Ah! What band has he not played with? Rudy Sarzo. Uh, he's played with basically every. Big metal man, I guess. He's, he's like the fucking Swiss army knife of bass players. He can fit in any band almost perfectly. Dude's awesome. He's a good fit. That's what yeah. you're saying? He, he, he's he, versatile. He's very saying. versatile. Yes. He's versatile. That's yeah. good. Now, I, I feel like, and I think we did this with the uh, the Live After Death live dive, but I think, I'm sure Billiam's physical yeah. and mental. You got to go to the end of the Physical and medical tentacles are already on top of it, but. We definitely have to go to the end of the song so we can hear the banter before the beginning of the next song. It's a madman. We're going to do an album now about cocaine. All right. <laughs> it's an album called 
Vince really liked this one too. Yeah. Come on, everybody, get up! We love you. So fucking good, dude. Okay. <laughs> you gotta admit, for them to have only had a few days to learn all this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Knowing what he went through, knowing the state of mind he was in, knowing who he was. Think about all those things, and you're like, I hope he's happy. I hope, he, hope it's cool. I hope it's fine. So funny. His yelling voice in the same voice. I know. So it's crazy. Play. His yelling voice is very flimmy. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what he's doing. He's getting all that shit out of his throat so he can sing. Oh, <laughs> play this part. Let me see your hands. Come on. Vamanos. Let's get some more out here. elements of his own style with the original solo. That's good. Shreddy. I guess it's cool. You know, I'd kind of feel good if I was Brad Gillis, the fact that I didn't have to play Randy Rhodes song. I know he did. He, yeah, took, that, he toured point. and played Randy Rhodes songs, but on this recording, it right. was all it was all old 70s solos that he kind of got to jazz up or ch- you know change up a bit well and you know the expectation because the expectation right. would have been if they would have gone out doing blizzard oh. and diary well they did then, but they then it would have been okay yeah. you got to play those solos that way and it's like uh, or would he or would he want them to play it like randy or do their own play the same solo but do their own version of it because that was one reason Brad Gillis, I read that when he got let go, Ozzy said he was trying to do everything about Randy. And he didn't want another, he didn't want yeah, Randy like he to didn't be cloned. Want, just yeah. like he didn't want another Tony. But that's right. that weird yeah. conflict, though, because on, on the one hand, Brad's probably thinking, okay, he wants this because that's what he's used to. So he yeah. wants the Randy sound. Yeah. And Ozzy's like, there'll never be another Randy. Yeah. You can't be Randy. It's like if someone came in, if. You know, if you, if you lost someone close to you and someone came in and wanted to be the replacement for that person, it's like you're not going to replace that person. So be who Yourself. you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't try and be who they 
But see, I, I guess was. my point was, as Brad Gillis, I'd I'd feel good that it was at least recording of Sabbath songs and yeah. not, you know, not diary stuff or Blizzard stuff because then he would have been you know. But I mean, all right, right now. But he was getting, he was getting like the fucking fans turning their backs on him and shit. Like, like it was his fault. It was Brad Gillis's fault that Randy Rhodes got killed in a plane crash. Oh, yeah. So when they would play shows, there would people. It would be like the same way they were to Jason when he replaced Cliff. Yeah. But, but you know, though, I mean, in, in fans are dicks. Yeah. <laughs> well, but if you think think about this for a second, it's a little fucked up to think about, but it makes sense. Because if you think about how much, because some people are like super fans of right. bands, like right. really dedicated, like they love, you know, like I know someone who's like a super Prince fan. Like yeah. they love fucking Prince. I got a friend that's a really big Prince fan. But it's like, you know, love is transcendental and people love different things different ways different types whatever but yeah. it's like when people love a band on some level they connect with the band in a certain way and so That's if they're maniacal. dealing i mean i know it sounds crazy but it's like you know fan comes from fanatic which is right. kind of usually like ooh, middle problem yeah. but but they love what they love so it's right. like you can't blame them for you have to almost kind of just let them just let them go through it. They'll they'll adapt. I mean, I get being upset that somebody's gone, but it's like being uh, a dick is over over much. That's that's too much. It's like don't be an asshole. Be supportive if you're right. going to do it. Like it's Jason Newstead's fan that the fucking bus turned over. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, Brad Gillis. Jason didn't yeah. fucking. He's right. not. Right. You know, he's not all powerful. And even the band kind of treated him like that. But that's a whole nother story. But but no, that was the thing with Brad Gillis. It was like he was the first touring guitar player after Rain Rose died. And he so probably you, had to know that he yeah, was, he's going to catch shit. Yeah. yeah, but he's a fucking great guitar player, and I think he's one of the real unsung uh, '80s guitar. You don't hear a lot about Brad Gillis. The dude was good. He was really shreddy. Yeah, very tasteful guitar player and it's on this album you can tell it's good shit I always this was i mean you know again this was one of the first albums i bought but this was always like a really good guitar album to me you know oh yeah yeah lots and loads and loads of solos yes sir <laughs> those, like, those are like, our favorite what's kind what's that what? What? oh load okay loads sure. of solos those are our favorite <laughs> Yes. You believe it was really the first time I ever wrote this song? Maybe. I don't think it was. Could be. I think it had something to do about a girl or a dog or something. Girl who was a dog? Holy shit, you think he fucked his dog? No! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Where does your mind go? <laughs> I think you know. <laughs> Good trill action, dude. <laughs> Still creepy as fuck. This banter rules. What is this that stands before me? Satan. Sounds awesome. Turn around quick. 
Good there, you know. Um, I think there's a little processing on his vocals. Well, like there is. Chorus. Yeah, he's got some. I think he's a little bored now. Yeah, he's got some echo and stuff I going. I think but... he went back in the studio and did some. <laughs> no, well, he I'm hearing two Ozzy's. <laughs> it's called reverb echo. I'm calling it overdubbing. <laughs> Everybody does it. The Eagles did it. Kiss did it. Ozzy did it. I guarantee he did it on this album. Wait, wait. <laughs> Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> that still gives me the creeps, even when yeah. I hear that now. It's like a crow. Big black shape. Gross. With eyes fire. I think they might have Eddie Kramer his vocals. Uh, he's just got some echo delay. Come on. It's Ozzy. Telling You can hear it in the background. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> Satan sitting there. Wait for it. Smiling. <laughs> I mean, come on. That was pretty cool. Watches those flames get higher and higher. gonna say it's not on every line but on a couple of the lines i could hear and it was an echo i could hear him start just a millisecond behind yeah or like, like a chorus like a chorus punched in version almost yeah, yeah. like a little bit a little come. bit extra they do it on live albums fucking eagles were notorious well, okay for it. okay and Bill should know this because, again, his favorite band is Kiss. Not even. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> when they did a Kiss Alive, and you think about it, it, the whole point of a live album is a live album is supposed to be like a souvenir and a representation yeah. of the show that you saw right. or of that night or really, more broadly, what that band and or artist sounds like live. But they always take it back in the studio and make it sound better. But think about it though. I mean, and we've talked about this before. You want to make whatever, if you're putting something on vinyl, you're committing it to permanence, then you want to make sure that thing is mixed and proper and perfect and tweaked. And when you hear Kisses, I want to rock and roll all night. It's the live version because the studio version was fucking Horrible, <laughs> but the live version's good only because they took it back in the studio and made but, it. But so remember, better. this was also during the time that time in live albums where the production was better most times right. live records than studio albums. But studio albums were slowly catching up, so there was like that. Well, look at look back on all the videos of these guys playing this shit live. They had two microphones. Lead singer, which I think was supposed to be. To give it like a stereo effect, like one I goes thought it to was here, because one to go to here. One was going into the PA system, and one was going into the recording equipment. That's how I took it. But oh. well, like a dry signal and a wet signal. Yeah, I said it. Damn it's, right. It's, it's marked. That's right. Okay, so got it. Cool. Anyway, I could be wrong, but I got a feel. I got a feeling, and I, I'm not shitting on anybody. 
<laughs> Everybody does it. I'm not shitting on it. Ozzy Osbourne's one of my favorite singers of all time. I love how he sounds live. He's still one of the best live vocalists ever. Yeah, I think he did a little bit of a... Uh, maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe Kiss Alive influenced Speak of the Devil. Stop it. Bill, what do you think? Jesus Christ. Not even close. Bill, Bill's the CEO of the Kiss fan club. You ought to know this. Uh, Matthew. And Bill will be happy to tell you. It's called the Kiss Army. Oh, burn. Actually, that was a burn on me. I should have known that. There we go. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Definitely an interesting take on it. Very jazzy. Let's make it a good one. Let's make it a good one, right? Make it a good one. Yeah, don't suck it up. (laughs) Don't suck it up. (laughs) Don't fuck it up. Suck it up. Get the new suck tax for 5,000. Tell y'all that. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. (laughs) That was fucking nice. Pinch harmonic straight into the note. Yeah. Very smooth. Straight into the note. That was kind of like, I got you. That's awesome. He's taking some liberties. That, he said that was old face on drums. <laughs> the Tommy Aldridge. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get the reference. I'll tell you later. It was like, oh, what's the fucking bracket? right fucking late last night you can hear it it's like a subtle layer that's yes, on top of it it's very subtle sudden subtle all track fairies what'd you see my friend Be loud enough. Let's go. Indeed. All right now. That's a good take on that. Pretty good. Yeah. It's a great fucking album, man. Great. I mean, you can't go wrong with. Spend some more time with this one. A bunch of good Sabbath songs. Oh, and songs. I got it on vinyl, too. I can go home and listen to the cracks and the pops. Yeah. And sh- I you know love what? that, dude. Not a new, <laughs> not a new core. What was that? The pops and the cracks? When you listen to vinyl, old vinyl. Mark the time. That you put a few marks on because you bought it when you were nine or ten years old. Yep. It sounds, it's nostalgic. I don't care what anybody says. When you put on one of those old records and you hear that ba- that noise. It's that frequency. You can't get away from it because it's uh, like it, it affects you. It's yeah. in your internal yeah. DNA. And that was, you know, this was the album. It, this was the age when I, that's what I did. I, I had a record player and I would buy records and I'd put them on the record player. 
and I'd look at all the pictures on the cover and read the words. That was the whole experience. I mean, oh, it was, it was, it was not just, hey, let's hit play and just listen to some music in the background, like right. background noise. It's like, no, motherfucker, you look at the artwork that unfolded. A lot of times, and the, you're the learning vinyl because you had like sleeve. You're so lyrics. young and you're not jaded, and and it's yeah. all new, and it's you know your eyes are this big, and the sound coming through, and everything is just fucking amazing. I mean, it was just it's you cannot experience. ever recreate that feeling. You can't get that with yeah. streaming. No. You know what? The only way you could get that with streaming, and all you people out there that are uh, figuring out people. how to, oh, you FIFA. If y'all could figure out some kind of way to have like, if you download like the audio like from Spotify or whatever. I'm trying to pitch Spotify because I know Rogan's on Spotify and we're number two, so it's like they haven't talked to us yet, but they're, they're coming. It's coming. But I'm saying, like, you know, what if you could go on Spotify, you know, hit play, and then all of a sudden it's like there could be a hologram of, like, the album and the artwork and the lyrics, and you could see, like, behind-the-scenes footage yeah. of what the fuck they were doing in the studio when they made the album. Yeah. Like, that would totally take purchasing music to a whole nother level. Oh, yeah, Because it would be like back in the day when we would get records or CDs and like look at the, or fucking tapes even, look at the fucking inlay and read the lyrics yeah. and, ooh, artwork, colors, wow, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, now it's like, okay, I'm going to hit a button and I'm going to buy it. It's going to be fine. I'm going to pay $5 fine. for it. It's fine. I'm going to stream it it's on fine. Spotify. I'm going to it like background noise. But I don't look at the artwork because it's like, I don't care about artists. I want everything for free because I'm jaded and like whatever. I know everything. You're entitled. I'm better You're than you. Jaded. Go fuck yourself. You deserve it. Thank you, Bill. Oh. Man, that was about perfect timing. It was. <laughs> Perfectly marked the time. Smoking. Does he say drinking or tripping? Tripping. Tripping also. Balls. Yeah. Oh, he's doing the See, yelly voice. They didn't overdub that. Yeah. You can God. tell. Send Brad Prepare for email it. Prepare for For Whom the Bell Tolls Part One. That's nice shit. Isn't that not? Oh, it's For Whom the Bell Tolls. Yeah, okay. It's absolutely For Whom the Bell Tolls. Or For Whom the Bell Tolls. It's, it's a different key, but it's the same note. Boots. Yeah. It's the same notes. I played it. Oh, it's the same key? <laughs> Oh, that's such good stuff. Wait, wait, wait. How many seconds? That's <laughs> this one he doesn't say anything for a while. Oh, very good. Yes. Yes. Fun, right? Yeah, sort of. Uh, yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I appreciate you showing up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're having fun, right? Seriously? I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll talk real quick before it gets into the good part. You guys saw that, uh, you know, it was supposed to be Priest and uh, Ozzy for the last couple of years kept getting canceled because of COVID. Got a feeling it has a lot to do with Ozzy's health, but 
age and too. I hate wrong. that. But I just saw it's going to be priest and maiden. Holy fuck! Oh, yeah. <laughs> priest and maiden this year. Uh, 2022, yeah. Nice. So I think it's going to start this summer. They're going to do Europe and U.S. Priest Ooh. and Maiden. Got to hit that one for sure. Fuck. Indeed. Probably the last year, at least for Priest. Yeah. Woo! Yep, you can hear it. You can hear it on that one. Just like witches at Black Masses. He builds a denial ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> he still sounded awesome, but... I mean, yeah. Sorcerer of Death's Construction. Just thickens it up, that's all. Thickens it. Makes the girl swallow. Missed it again. Bro. Okay. One out of three. All right now. Oh Lord, yeah, not all right now. <laughs> Some good squealies. Looking back, they fucking nailed that shit. And you figure they had a limited time to master that before they went out on the road. Because yeah. I'm sure that was multiple shows well, of that. Again, the good news is they were playing Black Sabbath songs, which these guys probably listened to. A they probably million. grew up on it. Right. It, it was probably Brad like, Gillis was listening to Bo- It'd probably Black be like Sabbath, if Ozzy right. called us, like, yeah. Hey, when you, can you come like play these songs and go on tour? Uh, fuck yeah. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I've been playing these songs for 30-something fucking years, right. so yeah, let me just... Now, they didn't have that up. long. They had 10 years, but still... Indeed, but it's like, yeah. you know, back... But, like... That's yeah. what they were playing in their cover gigs. Right. When when Brad Gillis was playing the cover bar and whatever... What's that whole know, thing Santa Monica about, or whatever. What is it? Uh, proper planning and then meeting, like... Or, or, there's some fucking weird motivational poster fucking, you know, ooh, it's got 500,000 likes by Tony Robbins. Uh, where it's like, you know, you proper planning and proper opportunity or some... I suck at motivational shit, yeah, y'all. Just do drugs hurt. and fuck. It's fine. <laughs> Just eat what you want, do drugs and fuck. That, that's and the key. And the power of Satan. And don't do that either. Yeah. <laughs> don't deny the power of him because he's real. But yeah, definitely just, you know, just do drugs, fuck, and uh, eat what you want. Okay. And, and my outro. choice tonight's Chinese. <laughs> oh, oh, come wait, on now. Back up. Come on now. Don't short change us. Hold on. <laughs> hey, yo! Hey, yo! Nineteen seventy-three. Cheers! Cheers indeed. Russell, cheers. cheers. Thank you. And cheers to you, Billion. You guys are empty. Oh no. Can you fill us up? No. <coughs> Not me. Which I haven't done on stage since 1972. Two. Phil Maurice. The old Phil Maurice. Anybody remember the Phil Maurice? I remember the Phil Maurice. Come on. Come on, let me hear it. Some groupies, huh? Oh. So 
fucking awesome. This is a really good version, too. It is. The old film artist. Hey, what's happening, man? <laughs> <laughs> that was in New York, right? Fillmore East? I think so. Fillmore. Or California. Oh, California? I think it's I California. Is that a backing track or him actually playing? He think? played it live, I think, didn't he? Yeah, it's not the same. Okay. Uh, that was not on the boat. <laughs> Did you hear that? Stereo, it switched. Yeah. Stereo guitar. And I mean, just some of the simple stuff, the guitars doing, the bass, it's it's very close to the original, like fucking Tommy Aldridge killing this one on drums. But you know what's still fucked up, though? And this is the thing that can't get it out of my head because I know what it is. And it's like, okay, yes, Ozzy used to be in Black Sabbath. Yes, he can play those songs. Yes, he's got professional musicians playing those songs. Right. However, when you hear this, it's almost like, hey, man, I saw the best fucking... Black Sabbath tribute band fucking ever That's last night is. at fucking old Fillmore East, bro. It kind of is. You got to say it with that voice and with that, you know, with your with your face doing like this. And it's hard to see, but it's like <laughs> my mouth is totally like there's no fucking way. It's like, you know what I'm saying? You know, totally. Okay. But, <laughs> but it's almost like, you know, oh, it's the greatest fucking Black Sabbath tribute band ever. Well, that's it's what like, they're doing. Well, yeah. Oh, ultimately, they're I mean, playing. It's like the Zach Sabbath thing. Yeah, it's not really much different. Except for the, you know, having the original lead vocalist. I mean, it's like, you know, hey, man, we got a Black Sabbath cover band. We got one fourth of the fucking original members. Go fuck yourself yeah, about that, motherfucker. The difference uh, is, uh, the difference uh, is, uh, I know guys that do Black Sabbath tribute and they play it note for note without missing a note. Brad Gillis is playing Brad Gillis on guitar right there. He's not playing Tony Iommi, and that's why I kind of like it. I think it's a you know, they had that early '80s metal feel right. to the Black Sabbath songs. Right. You know, <laughs> plug balls. You're Check starting, it out. I'm just gonna, starting to freak me out. This guy. Yeah. It's just it's. Yeah. I didn't take my antipsychotics this morning, dude. It's fine. It's fine. It's good for like three days. I'm 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 all right. Next thing you know, we'll be putting baby Hitler in the fucking microwave again. Uh, here we go. Don't, <laughs> don't get him started. No, no, no. I got, I got a rotisserie set up. It's, it's, it's good. <gasps> wait, whoa, wait, wait, right, wait. Back up. No, we missed He's something. He's doing it. Oh. Isn't this fun? Let's have a riot! 
<laughs> Let's have a riot. That's what he said. No. You're not supposed to say that, I don't think. I don't think so either. Oh, they didn't do that. This one's straight in, no lube, nothing. Are you saying nothing overdubbed? Oh, it sounds just like it. That sounds different. I don't think he's doing it on every line of every song. But there's listen, just no, there's just no reverb on that. No, that's, no, no. That's but pure but fucking Ozzy. Russ and I know what's going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on. That one doesn't have it. It doesn't have it. No, yeah, it doesn't. Echo have it. doesn't make somebody start singing the exact same part of a song in two different places. Sure it does. No, it's it doesn't. Echo. No, it's called a delay. No, this sounds natural. This sounds like yeah, real. It sounds awesome. natural. Because yeah. he's taking it back to the studio. And, Singing over it. No, he's not. No, this one doesn't sound like that. That's what I'm saying, Russ. I don't. Turn it up. That's got a little bit. Yeah, they pushed the fucking delay button. No. <laughs> That's got it right there. It's that little thin layer. Yeah, del- I know how a delay button works. <laughs> it doesn't make your voice change from here to here, though. And they there's parts in. of this where I can hear extra vocals punched in. It, it's a very... I don't think it's a bad thing. Everybody no, no, no. does it. it I'm, not, I'm not saying you're saying it's a bad thing. I just don't... I think okay. that, that, that the guy in the middle of the fucking stadium that's got the <laughs> giant board... <laughs> He's got a fucking effect that he's putting on Ozzy's voice no, no, at particular times. He does, times. Absolutely. He does okay, absolutely. So, but delay is an echo. No, but okay, back up. I'm hearing two different vocals. But it won't. I'm hearing a vocal that to sounds Russell, to Russell's very point, similar. Uh, go listen to any album. No. Most albums recorded in the studio. Hold on, let me. Fin- I'll finish okay, my finish thought. Your thought. Yes. Most albums recorded in the studio have two to three vocal lines recorded on top sure. of each other for thickening. That's what they're doing with this. I'm telling you because. But, you can hear it on Nirvana's uh, fucking Nevermind. You can hear it very clearly. Ozzy, that he's, there's no way Ozzy went back in he did the studio it on every, for this. I, yes, he did. Not for this live show. Yeah. But no if, you, if you go back and listen At to this that, time, during yeah. the verse... During the NIB verse, it sounds like it sounds like one vocal, and then when it gets to the when it gets to the chorus, just like it's, this little thin layer of chorus it's, vocal, <laughs> it's like punched in Eddie Kramer style, alive yeah. style. It's like. And it, it's not they bad. Did. Everybody did it. It has nothing to do they're with Ozzy it. Osbourne. It has to do with the record it. company. <laughs> they're all doing it. Come on, man. Get on the bandwagon. Come on, bro. They're all no, doing but, it. Uh, Come on. Don't you want to punch in? Come on. <laughs> the Eagles. Not one of my favorite bands, but I'll use them as uh, use them as an example. Anybody Everybody else in that band could sing. They're all amazing they singers. Sing, yes. They could sing in harmony. They were fucking awesome. Yeah. They took every live album back to the fucking studio and did the vocals. Ozzy has said that he's done this. He didn't say he did it on the speak of the devil, but I'm telling you, they did it. I mean, but, but to be fair, they did it on tribute, that subtlety, you can hear it. You can hear it. Yeah. Cause it's like, I could it's not, not in every song in every part, but there are moments I can hear there's double subtle vocals. moments where you can hear yeah. for sure. And uh. there's another thing you can do besides the delay. There's something you can put on your vocal called a doubler. And what it does? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got one of those double sided. Hell, uh, now what it does? Is. It takes your voice and doubles it, but it takes the second 
part of your uh, the 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 double the echo of your voice processed the process part of your voice and it detunes it just enough like chorus almost like a slight chorus no, like it detunes like right. it takes your vocals off key just enough to make chorus it sound like you have it. two yeah. natural different vocals singing there mm-hmm. i have a machine that does this now and they have machines that do this now but back then chorus. in order to do that they had to record two different vocal tracks yeah but now you have chorus pedals and stuff that's how i pronounce it chorus you girls the the well, chorus is a chorus. modulation it's not chorus russell's chorus if it okay. was chorus it was spelled <laughs> q-u-o-r-u-s what i'm talking chorus. about is detuning not tuning to drop d but detuning the anyway all right rock on i'll shut up hey bill can i get another uh beer? yeah don't give him one of those though that's the, a 10 think Russell's you got to go to Wilburn, sir, and I love you. I don't have to go to Wilburn, and not. I think you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe anybody loves me. Nobody loves Everybody me, loves you, Matthew. except people in Middle Nerdyville and the Tri County. God hates us all, but Jesus loves you. Jesus loves me, and maybe the uh, Metal Nerdy people, but otherwise, uh, nobody else does. But if you'd like to call and profess your undying love for me, you can give us a call at 980-666-8182. And also, yes, thank you. Matthew is now going to be drinking the Captain Lawrence Brewing Company, Captain Brewing Lawrence Company, Autumn Blaze, Pumpkin L. It's got 5% alcohol. About half of what we had before. So yeah, this we're, is beer two. Beer of two episode. of this episode. Yeah, but we don't need, because this has already been a beer of the episode. You're right. Yeah, yeah so. so this is like a so rehash beer of the said, episode. Don't fucking... It's, it's the beer of the like episode, beer of the it. episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like re-beering the beer of the episode. So this Daddy. second beer of the episode. <laughs> no, kidding. So, okay, well, well, just quick update. So I've got Autumn Blaze by Captain Brewing Lawrence Company. We and, did that back on Halloween. And, Cool. And Russell's got, what do you got there? Russell? Gonna need a bigger pontoon. We did this one back in the summer, From I think. From Pontoon yeah. Bunker Poon Brewing? Yeah. Fuck it. We're, that's what we're calling them now. Pontoon Bunker Poon Brewing. Bunker Prune. Prune. Damn straight. Put that back. <laughs> right now, come on now. Come on now, dang old Russell. Don't get all fucked. All right. Let's oh, wait, continue sorry. with the metal, please. Yes. Oh, here we go. Gotta banter. get to the banter. Hashtag banter. Banter ASMR. He's doing that raven call. Yeah. Like, like crow. It. Raven crow. Okay. 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 <laughs> what the fuck? Here you go. Keep on smoking them joints. <laughs> All right now.
Well, okay, I like I mean, it. Yeah. let me just reiterate by saying, sorry, that was Dutch. We love you all. That's what that means. So, do you think he started talking like that? <laughs> because he spent the majority of his life Talk just. About the banter part? No, when Ozzy uh, does uh, interviews uh, and oh oh yeah, the, yeah. that because the majority of his life was spent under the influence of something, and that's just how he got trained after a while, or did he really fuck up his uh, linguistic abilities? Well, it, you've read the uh, the Ozzy autobio, have you I, not? I have, I have not. not. No. It's an excellent read. I, I should bring it. Fuck, we should do a book review. Are you gonna read it? I, I'm not. I mean, I could fucking. I'll do Bill it. I'll and I do sit it. on the couch and he's standing <laughs> Fuck it, hey, dude. Metal nerdery book on tape. I'm down. If y'all are down, I'm down. No, but Gross. but but he talked about one time how one time he actually had like a whole bottle of Tylenol PMs and he ended up getting like stuck between like his bed and a night table, like for several hours. <laughs> like he ate a whole bottle and he. And then at one point he goes like years later he goes to a doctor for a physical and his doctor's like horrified looking at his results and he's like what's wrong and the doctor's like uh, your cholesterol's a little high but other than that you're healthy as a fucking horse it's <laughs> <laughs> like fucking hey okay let me hear ya okay that's clearly uh it's a good thing word good for Ozzy I don't even know if we've gotten to side two yet. I think we're like nearing the end of side one. No, we're on. We're near side three now. Well, I, I was talking about side one of like oh, the CD, CD. the no. double CD album. Cassette. Yeah, we're in. We're on side C. Side C. So side three. Yes, kind of. So side A of album Dose. Yes. <laughs> We're going to do a number now, which was the last number I ever recorded in Black Sabbath. It's a number called Never Say Die. First time I ever heard it was this version. Yeah. First time I ever heard any of these songs. Sounds like Ben Lizzy. It kind of does. Boys, Boys are back in town, yeah. Kind of has that vibe. That so upbeat, does. you know. First time I'd ever heard Never Say Die. Yeah. Me and too. As was Symptom of the Universe. First time I'd ever heard that. I was like, fuck it. What am I missing out on, man? Clearly a lot. Sounds good there, too. Yeah. Indeedly. 
Yeah. And I think it's crazy. Like this album's not on crazy. Uh, Apple Music or Prime or any. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the lawsuits and everything they went through back in the day. I have no idea. It's probably because Sharon's protecting Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> that could be we, it. We have a new character. All right. Hold on. Pause it real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a voice I've never done, but I did it the other day, and I made a girl laugh because it's her name and because it's kind of funny. But uh, it's an impression I didn't realize I was actually good at until I did it. <laughs> hey, what's going on here? Hey, Meg, how about giving me a beer? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> Yeah, this is Peter Griffin. What a fucking metal nerdy podcast. <laughs> and that's our latest plug. Cool. All right, next song. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, here we yes. go. Hey, Russell, can I smell your box real quick? <laughs> just, yes, sir. Just one little... Get your nose up in there. Come on. Oh, oh that's what I'm talking let's about. Let's get in there. Mm. The movie's back here working. Yeah. Ooh, they slowed down. They made a oh, that's Tommy. Whistle. Tommy's just... Sounds like he drops out. Uh, old face is keeping a mellow back there. Yeah. <laughs> old face. Definitely want to hear like the, the breakdown chorus part, like where it gets kind of heavy right there. The heavy part. Yeah. I want to hear how they pulled that off, or remember how they pulled that off. aren't rolling right it's <laughs> trying to get his attention for
Here it comes. Can't be loud enough, Bill. It's like not as heavy. Yeah, it dropped out. They could have made that way heavier. Yeah. That's a robbery. It's because anthrax. Oh, they cut the whole fucking part out. What the fuck? Oh, shit. That's not right. Hey, they cut out the fucking second part. Unless you didn't remember. Unless his vocals cracked. That's like a the high part. That's a really yeah. high part. Yeah, it is. I mean, I guess if they were going to edit it, that was it, a smooth way to do it. But yeah. it's still kind of like, fucking hey, you killed that part of the song. That's like it's still probably minute, my favorite part of the song. <laughs> wow, I it, forgot they it, did that. Well, you on. know what? I probably hadn't listened to that version. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I've heard the whole He might thing, make up but... for it with the banter. Hold on, let's find out. <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's fine. No. I mean, that we, is kind of fucked up. We got I never really noticed by the that Anthrax before. cover because Joey Belladonna did it so good and it got heavy. It was like, yeah. chin, 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 chin. Now, their version yeah. was rad. Yeah, that was good. Uh, fuck. Sorry, it's another burp. Wow, that was. Uh, I'm like Burp Mania. Okay, I like this part. I remember this. Turn that shit up, Billion. Definitely creepy. There's no tapping. Or hammered. It's still creepy. It's a creepy. Ruby's fucking working. Tommy's keeping double bass going yeah. the whole time. What's that? Iron Man. Which I'm sure you are familiar with. Okay, there it is. Okay. The reason I bought this album. And they go into uh, Children. On this one. Children of the Game, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's so clear. It's so clear. Uh, Very clear.
What you exactly. Say? I have no idea. <laughs> I think he said my pubes have some cheese on them, man. Man. Something, man. It ended with man. I, I know mean, they go into children of the grave. My pubes kind of have some cheese on them, man. I think that's what he said. Wait, whoa, what happened? Yeah. Hold on. They, they, they transitioned right here. Oh, it's a medley? Yeah, it's a medley. Medley. Yes, yeah, it's a, a nine-minuter. It's like squash and broccoli. It's a medley. Vegetable medley. Sazi wasn't a vegetable at this point yet, but if we promise to shut up, will you turn it up a little bit? Thank you. I kind of like the harmonics. Salsa. Say what you're going to say, but I have a question. I'm guessing because this is a two-night show they recorded from. Yeah, hold on. I'm just reading some of that. I was going to say that these are Sabbath songs they took out of the show, but I guarantee you they had Blizzard and Diary Song. Yeah. But, okay, wait a minute. So Hold on. Yeah, so in 2007, the producer stated due to the limited budget... Ozzy and the band had to perform the ent- an entire extra show with no audience. What? In 2007? What's that got to do with this? No, th- oh, that's, he, he said. that's when the interview was yeah, done. Yeah, that's when he said it. So that they had more material to draw from. So, wait a minute. So so they recorded a sound check, basically, is what they did. So if it's an it? extra show with no audience. Sabbath Bloody Sabbath wasn't played on either of the shows. Huh. Okay, wait, I'm I'm confused now. So, if I understand this correctly, it sounds like they did one night of the actual show and then one night of just, like, basically a sound check with no audience. Let's read this crowd part. Soint, crowd noise was added post-production. Listen to this. As the band, Minus Osborne, flew back to Los Angeles on September 28th after completing the shows, Gillis played the demo recordings he made with Night Ranger that would come comprise of the band's soon-to-be-released debut um, Stars, Stars that played, played with the new Quiet Right. That is fucking crazy. So they basically just did those shows. I'm confused as fuck. So, okay, wait. So they did one night with a mixture of material, including from the Blizzard and the and yeah. Diary stuff. And then they did another night that was just sound check, just fucking jamming and recording it in a yeah. venue. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's weird as shit, man. I don't, I don't understand... And I don't understand. Rudy Sarzo recalled listening to the final mixes of those songs and being appalled by his sloppy his playing was. Sloppy? Yeah. Well, but even though saying, well, Russell, we're all every, every artist yeah. is a critic when it comes to their yeah. own stuff, so I get that. But that's just fucking weird, though. But you know what's fucked up is 
and again, Bill, because Bill's the kissologist here, he knows Scroll this. Scroll up just a bit. They, they recorded Kiss Alive too. Apparently, they did it at Soundcheck, and then they added in the other shit later. So they basically did the same thing. The Rich, which held just under 1,000 people, sorry, uh, was sold out Rich. for the performances. Sarza described the audiences as rowdy and also described acoustics of the converted Latin ballroom as warm, intimate, and perfect for the needs. Band typically used side film monitors to allow the musicians to hear the drums while playing on larger stages. But the Ritz's smaller yeah. stage forced them to be removed for these shows. Huh? It, it, it basically forced Gillis and Sarzo to spend the majority of the show standing directly in front of the drum risers in order to he'll hear Aldridge's drums over the intense volume of the what band's the back fuck? line. What the fuck? That's crazy <laughs> That's as how shit. they had to play that show. Why? Because they had no monitors? They had no side fills because the side of the stage wouldn't allow it because it would feedback. So That's the crazy. whole show was basically them just like, you know, doing like the, all right, one, two, three, four. But it's like, no, the whole show well, is like that. So that all their monitor, they had a few upfront monitors. All the other speakers were facing to the crowd and they had to stand in front of the drums in order to hear the drums. That's fucking crazy. But, but what's crazy. fucked up, what, you know, what's funny. The first time we ever played, when Ascension played the rec room, we, he never we played outside. We had no monitors. Yeah. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Nine. However they say no in Nazi. Yet. Which is nine. We had no monitors. So I can understand the importance of like, okay, the drummer's a timekeeper. Focus on that fucking dude. Yeah. But that's fucked up, though. It's like, you'd think Ozzy would have had the money back then to be like... He did, but he didn't give a shit. Ozzy, he had, we have monitors. Woo! Who had not rehearsed the songs with this band at all. Finally showed up for soundcheck the day of the first show on September 26, 1982, the day I turned nine years old and had tremendous difficulty remembering the lyrics to many of the songs during the shows. He placed a folding chair with a desk lamp on top and the center stage (laughs) and placed handwritten lyrics to the songs on that chair. Throughout the show, he often stood by the chair singing as he read the lyrics from a notebook. That's fucking... What the... That would be epic as fuck to see. Can you imagine seeing that? Wow. Like up close and personal? That would be crazy. The amount of drugs he did from when he wrote those songs to that show. Most of which were alcohol. Let's be honest. The one drug that's legal and appreciated by everybody in the world because apparently it's not deadly or unhealthy. Here comes Angry Matt. It's okay. (laughs) Angry Matt's going to come out sometime. It's a new year. It's a new year. That's right. Hey, everybody, this is Matt Wheeler from Metal Nerdery. I just want to let you guys know it's a new year. It's 2022. I'm going to be nicer this year. I might actually cut my hair pretty soon and make Bill happy because apparently it's getting out of control. I got eight hairs up here now, by the way. Yeah, it's four and seven. You counted That's right. Uh-huh. I counted them. No, it's fucking. It's actually 12. If you want to know, I counted. I did inventory on my hair. Because I pride myself in inventory because the job I used to have with Billy, I used to do inventory all the time. So how are we close this? <laughs> Wait, got, are we near the end of the album? Yeah, we, we got are. one more. Are we really? And we all know what this one is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We have an outro before we get into the last song. <laughs> Woo! So this album's for you people, man. Man. I'd like to finish.
finish off the night with my trademark, Paranoid. Trademark? Trademark. Interesting, you hear the words better. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. Sorry to shit on uh, Paranoid, but this article basically contradicts everything we were saying 10 minutes ago about Brad Gillis. (laughs) (laughs) Was very unfamiliar with Black Sabbath songs. He He knew all the Randy songs. And that's what landed him the job. But oh man! So that's, though Ga- uh, that's Gillis up. was vaguely familiar with Ozzy Os- or Osbourne's music after seeing the band perform live with the previous uh, summer at the day on the green in Oakland, he was completely unfamiliar with Black Sabbath's music. He borrowed a friend's old Black Sabbath albums to become more familiar <laughs> with the songs before leaving for New York City. I, I just want to say, as a moment of tangentiality, that's where Philip and Slow Mo would be like. Oh man! <laughs> How dare you? Well, that's no pretty sense. funny. It says uh, he his ability to faithfully pr- reproduce Rhodes' parts earned Gillis a job. So uh, the fact that he could sound like Rhodes is what basically got him the job with Ozzy. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So that's basically well, I mean, say, that's you, basically saying okay, the fact that you sound you could you could pull off the shit that this dude did. Okay, you got the show. Well, he did because they're in this. Brad Gillis was one of those. Um, but that's a little West weird. Coast guitar players. Yeah, I know, so, yeah. but like the whole LA thing, right? But, but it's still kind of bizarre. But really, I mean, thinking about it and listening to this album that we just played, his sound, not his playing, but his sound sounded a lot like Randy, like the amps and everything. Yeah, yeah. The guitar Maybe. sound. Was I think very, Randy had a bigger sound. That's right. I said it. I don't. I think Randy said it. Because I never heard enough of Randy live to say that. His, in my opinion, and I know this is going to sound like a dickhead thing, but Diary and Blizzard are some of the worst guitar, like, fucking mic we, jobs. We've had, we've had that discussion before, yeah. though. It's like horrible. Tribute has the, even Adam said this. He's, he Tributes said that, are great. Well, but he even made the point that, you know, Randy's rhythm sound was always kind of. Tinny. Eh, Chainsaw. But, but his fucking solo sound was always was like, good. fuck yeah. Well, he left it on his solo sound when he was playing his rhythms, and it didn't, I don't know, didn't but, but transpose. It's, but if you think about it, I mean, it, I don't know. All right, well, we I know we we're like two hours, 45 it. minutes into an album that lasts 45 minutes. So. <laughs> Dude, now, now comes the sizzle reel. Now we can start breaking out the... Let's see if there's any outro. Oh, yeah. Outro. Antro. Word. Outro. We're the greatest people. The we greatest people. Love you all. Not scientists. Woo! 
Rogers. I think that's it, folks. They're the greatest people. So, that audience was the greatest people. Not scientists, not doctors, not pilots that can land planes on a river. Those people. If any of you people. folks out there in the uh, metal nerdery Tri-Town, uh, Tri-County, Tri-County area, yeah, yeah. area have not purchased or listened to the uh, Speak of the Devil, make sure to get that because it yeah, is a phenomenal album. You'll probably have to buy it either on vinyl, cassette, and or CD because I don't think the... Uh, what did we decide? That the well, I haven't Apple seen music it streaming anywhere. It. Apple Music doesn't have it. Spotify doesn't have it. Uh, Prime I didn't want have anybody it. to have it. Hello, everybody. This is Sharon. I didn't want anybody to fucking have access to Aussie. Is that pretty good, uh, you're Sharon? Evil. You're, you you're evil, lady. I mean, she, that was she a great sounds, album. She sounds kind of like that, though, right? Yeah. No, that was very good, Sharon. Sorry, I didn't mean to sound like a cunt. Anyway. <gasps> is that it was only the K version. I didn't give Sharon Q status. She doesn't have oh, Q God, status. The most powerful fucking heavy metal woman in the world. You know what? She, she only gets C status and because of, she's a professional, like CEO level. So that's where the C comes from. Sure. So gotcha. C, C level. All right. Piper, what do you think? Cool? Piper concurs. <laughs> Matthew is making out with Black Dog right now. Yeah, Piper's giving me yeah. some... I love the helmet. That's he right. does. He does. Yeah, we're gonna get busy and we later. all do, actually, here at the uh, Metal Nerdery Studios on the Three whatever. Third floor Thank inverted you. underground bunker poon studios here in the Tri-County Metal Nerdery area. And we if somebody were to want to buy our shit. <sighs> fucking hey. Hey, everybody. It's fucking Lars. Look, I'm still fucking dissed by Fleming Rasmussen because he's a fucking pirate. But go to metalnerdery.com slash merch and go buy this shit. Send me some fucking gum. Tall Demarkian. Um, 2022, my other account got hacked. Thanks. That was fucking terrible. Sorry. <laughs> fucking sorry. Somebody has not been matter. doing their homework. It's the first episode of the year. Uh, first recording it's of the, the year. First sorry. Wonderful. You should say something like. What? Different. Impromptu. Different. Different. Yeah. Different. Ne not this time, but next time. Next time. Sure? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a fucking really good show there, you guys. Hey, it's Peter pretty good. Fucking Griffin. You think? Pretty good. That's pretty good. pretty good. You need to practice. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 whatever you Have you seen the one? I know it's an outtake and it doesn't matter, but there's there's one where like Quagmire is trying to like operate Peter's dick through like like fucking strings, like a oh, puppet no. master. And he's like trying to do stuff. He's like, come on, Quagmire, you're a pilot. <laughs> Flew in the war. You know how to do this. <laughs> he's like sitting there trying to operate me. It's fucking uh, stupid. I've I'm seen sorry. them all. It's just. It's sorry. My sanity's probably going out the window and I'm having a nervous breakdown. Anyway, thank you for listening to Mel Nury Podcast and joining us. Yeah. Welcome to 2022. We love you Woo! all. Thank you for hanging out with us, Piss and Post. Glad you appreciate it. Indeedly. Your, uh, thank you, Piss and Post. That was T-shirts and oh, who is Steve? Who, who, Steve Vargo, Steve? I believe. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Steve Vargo. He's not in Key Largo, but he's Steve Vargo. You guys got to keep up the uh, uh, voicemails because that takes about 30 to 60 seconds off our show that we don't have to come up with shit for. <laughs> Um, and if you'd like to call back and leave us a voicemail and give us some more detail on your voicemail, you can do so at 980 I'll speak. I don't think we played the other one from. Uh, do we have another voicemail? Uh, <gasps> we had another Piss and Post 
Yeah, I think there's another pissing Fuck, oh, Bill. Let me find Good it. Hold goodness. Oh, gracious. Oh, no. Uh, I think we should make it a cliffhanger. Oh, no, Russell. You can't do that to those I people. Pee. No, I know I got to <laughs> pee there, too, Russell. But you know what? 30 seconds isn't going to fuck up your bladder. Well, you know what? I think we need more. Uh, oh, you got it. Never mind. I'll yeah. shut up. Dude, yesterday they uh, were streaming the 40th anniversary concert Metallica was putting on. Caught it on Amazon Prime. It's fucking great. You guys ever get hate mail? <laughs> That'd be funny to read. I wish we did. I don't hate you. I fucking love you. Thank you, Pissing. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. Actually, you can end it with that. I fucking love you. That's that's the best sentiment ever. Happy New Year, Piss and Post. We Indeed, love you too, brother. And please, thank you for wearing our shirt. And, and everybody who uh, listening, waste your fucking time giving us some of your time. Uh, we love you all, and we're looking forward to a good year. Indeed. Oh my God, I think I actually felt particles come I up. Smell that, Jesus Christ. That had an odor. I'm Fuck, sorry. Man. Anyway, thank you guys God for joining damn. us. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> I think Russell actually just threw up in his mouth a little bit. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. Until the next, we are out. Until the next. Of here. These balls. Fuck you. Thank you. Come in my face. Later. Fuck face. Take care now. Bye-bye. Hit it then. Hit it no, wait. He's going to He's going to Hello, everybody. This is Gazer, the butler. <laughs> You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy their shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes, a podcast, or whatever the fuck it's called today. Right. But now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Anyway... I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget. I can wear a skirt, man, I'm telling you. Billiam's even got to get one out for a point of reference. Go a little nip. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, and you do something like that, it's like, I, I barely feel it. Actually, yeah. I've got some great, um, they're like little cocks. And when it's hard, it's like the shot glass. He's a good fit. Well, like a dry signal and a wet signal. Yeah. If y'all are down, I'm down. What? Educational purposes For educational and instructional purposes only. My balls fell asleep. It's all bullshit. There's no moon. I fucking love you.